warning. What you are about to hear is a really loud Catholic dude. After all, he ain't called the Forte Catholic for nothing. So relax your grip on the steering wheel. Pull your headphones away ever so slightly. Secure any loose articles and muffle Junior's ears because it's time to make Catholicism fun again on the Forte Catholic Show with Taylor Schroll on Red Sea Catholic Radio. what that means here in a second but boy i i told you guys last week about how i almost uh, died by falling asleep at the wheel this one was very different it was very different <laughs> different kind of death different kind of death different <laughs> reasons and all sorts of things but uh before we get into any of that i'm, I'm here with with my friend allison sullivan hi Hello. taylor how are you so good ish yeah <laughs> so you said Good-ish. that you said that because it's like how you're supposed to respond right uh but this whole story episode today is about us being stressed so do you yeah. want to try again? yeah th- yeah the truth is that i'm a little weary weary that's a good that's a good biblical word yeah uh so speaking of ish so uh i heard a, a comedian the other day i forget his name who was i watching oh it was uh uh, uh myers the late night go- show guy yeah, okay uh, seth myers seth yes and, uh, indeed your husband's name we, we know yes seth, but, we- but not seth myers you're not married to seth myers he's so, funny though he is your husband yeah you look skeptical. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of, he's really smart and a business. No, guy. that's why I fell in love with him. He makes me guffaw. I think that belly laugh. Everybody laughs more when they're in love. Oh. You definitely <laughs> think Seth is the funniest he's of so all the people. He's so funny. <laughs> uh, which is funny because like, what? You like stopped dead in your tracks and was like, are you, are we talking about the same person? I didn't know which Seth you meant. And I was going to be surprised if you met your husband and you did. Yeah. But. Like I think I think he's I'm, so funny that I'm surprised you're surprised. So okay, so <laughs> I, I'm in a men's Bible study with your husband. Uh-huh. That well, uh, he probably pontificates there. Well, he does, and he, so what happens with Seth? <laughs> if we can be honest about this. Oh my god! I just broke my chair. I legitimately just. I'm so glad that wasn't my fault. No, it wasn't. I'm just too strong. I can't even blame my fatness on this one. That was my was, arm muscles. If you're gonna break a chair, I don't. That's not the way to do it. If you're looking on the video, if you're watching on YouTube, look, it was like bolted in there. <laughs> Jeez. I have been working out recently. Okay. So maybe that's Whew. it. Anyway, we were making fun of your husband. Okay, so he's in the, the men's Bible study, and he shows up once a quarter. We meet okay. weekly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up once a quarter. and He, he te- swoops in. He teaches us all that he knows, and then he swoops back out. Uh-huh. But there's another- Just uh, so drops I, some truth bombs. Yeah, and I, I'm the youngest person by far. In that pieces group, out. By like at least a decade. Yeah. And there's one person in that group that is so funny. Keith. Uh-huh. Yes. He, he he's the person like he's the one in the group that shouldn't be funny, but I laugh consistently. Uh-huh. At I says. love unintention unintentionally funny people. They're my favorite kind of person. Welcome to Forte Cat. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we started talking about your husband. Oh, Seth Myers, ish. We're working oh, backwards. Right, right, right. Yes. So he married a woman who is Jewish. And he was like, that's the only religion where you can be kind of, and it's the main thing that you want to be. Like you're Jewish. <laughs> right? <laughs> So I would like I would like to publicly say today 
that I, Taylor Schroll of the Forte Catholic Podcast, I'm Catholicish. Oh, I, I want to be one with our Jewish brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. I almost said in Christ, but that's kind of the whole reason there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be one with our Jewish brothers and sisters. I, for now on, I, I am going to consider myself Roman Catholicish. Catholicish. Okay. I support that. Is this you being unintentionally funny? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me being weary. Oh, you're weary. Okay. Anyway, okay. So we, we did not mean to talk about your husband. Um, but uh, what's funny is, like, literally as you walked in, I'm recording the show with you. Yet, I walked into my house and I hear Liv Harrison blaring, like, I, like, like she's in my living room. Right. And I'm like, what is happening? What? Did I, because I've been busy, like, did I miss something Did yes I double record yeah, right, guys? right 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 like, right why is she in here talking to my wife and but instead it was my wife watching the last episode yes. on youtube that i did with Liv, and she's laughing at like every other thing that i say and it's like i think i'm funny but i don't think i'm that funny your wife <laughs> is laughing she's laughing at like oh. every other word that me and Liv say that's wonderful Liv and i are funny people but you not are like, funny people not every line though well, like we haven't laughed at every line that we've said. We've laughed at every, I don't know, sixth. Sixth. Uh, I want somebody to go back and count. Ish. <laughs> Ish, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, any, I, I think that is a thing about it's interesting because I think we think more highly of our spouse than anyone does and less of our spouse than anyone else. Does. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know the whole truth. And so, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It's like the highs and the lows and you can't lop them off because the really low lows just lead to the really high highs. You just you got to write it out. That sounds more like your high school experience than anything else. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, you can go back and listen to it, and I'll let you know when my wife watches and laughs. <laughs> okay, so uh, this weekend was a big weekend, both for you yeah. and for me yeah. and for my wife and for my children. Uh, we'll talk about mine in a second. But okay. you and Liv have both talked about this. The Genius Women's Conference. Yes. You were there. You yes. were one of the speakers. Yes. Uh, like it was, I think... I think there were two major women Catholic speakers that were not at the conference. I th- everyone oh, else was there. <laughs> wow. Well, that's nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I still feel like spiritually hungover. Like I can't, I can puffy. I, 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 the Holy Spirit gives is me. Is that a- what happens when you're spiritually hungover? Your eyes get puffy? Yes. It's like my face is swollen. I've I have a headache. I've been spiritually hungover since I had my first kid. The Holy Spirit gives me a headache. I think it's from trying not to ugly cry, like to trying to be socially acceptable. And so it, it's, it, I, my little introvert itself just needs to kind of recover for you know a week or two but um it was it was awesome it was what i love about the team that live put together is that there's no separation so there's no separation between the speakers like there's absolutely no competition we're all so differently gifted um that everybody just gets to you know run as fast as they can in their lane and then there's no separation between the speakers and the retreatants in fact at one point i was kind of apologizing to a person that was there i was like you know i showed up a little banged up ministry wise and so i think that i was more needy than i thought i was and so it's a hard place to go into um, being called to pour out when I felt like I really needed some nurturing myself. And so I didn't feel like I was 100% fully present um, to be nurturing other people. And so I was apologizing to that to a person. And she said, you want to know what, do you want to know what something that, that ministered to me the greatest was seeing you 
broken listening to other people's talks. She said, I needed that image because it's one thing, you know, to see you with the microphone and, and saying wise things that, of course, I've thought about for weeks. You know, it's not like they're just off the top of my head. I spent a lot of time in prayer, like coming up with this and, and, and reading and reading words of others. And, and anyways, she was like, I needed to see that that crumbly, snotty, <laughs> broken woman. So it, which is, you know, it started out operation, you know, don't get COVID-19. And then we ended the retreat just covered in each other's like tears and snot and, and well, all the things. So. Okay. <laughs> in, in that case, you probably should have been a little bit more worried yeah. about the disease. Yeah. If you I mean, covered in each other's I mean, snot. All, all, all caution flew out the window. The Holy Spirit blew in. <laughs> blew out the window. That was good. Unintentionally funny. It's Allison Sullivan. Oh, gosh. But it was, it was like the transfiguration. It was like after it was all over, we just want to set up a tent and stay there. And the transfiguration was actually the reading. Um, and so, you know, and of course, the, I'm such a Peter, you know, like he's, I've got an idea. Like I'm always trying to lop off people's ears. I'm always asking how many times do I have to forgive this person exactly? Um, but you know, it's like, let's set up a tent. Like, and then, you know, while he's still speaking, it's like, nope, we got to go. We got to go love people. And so here we are, you know, being sent back out, but I just need two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I need two weeks as well for my recovery from the genius women's conference. Yeah. Uh, Explain yourself. Okay, so this was the first time in my life of parenting that I did what I make my wife do all the time. I stayed home with our kids for a weekend by myself. I cannot believe that this is the first time. I was terrified. And I am so glad that you have never uttered the word babysit. Well, I've uttered the word. Not in reference to watching your own children. Uh, That's not babysitting. They're your children. I, I, I did it the fir- with my first son in his first year. Like the first time I was by- with him for like two hours alone because uh-huh. that was a big deal. The baby, whenever they're like that young. I- I'm not close with my kids until they turn like one. Yeah, until they can. They're terrifying <laughs> before that. Yeah, well. Uh, but yeah, this was my first weekend with all three of them by myself. Wife gone the whole weekend. And this was coming off like. Everybody's listened to the show the last couple weeks. Like multiple people have reached out to me, like, "Are you okay?" And it's like, <laughs> "No, I'm not, but I'm getting through it somehow." And but I, people have been very encouraging. And it was so the end of my stressful two weeks ended on Friday. And so I'm I led a retreat at the school that I work at mm-hmm. Friday. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, I was responsible for my children. Until my yes. wife got, until you brought my wife home. Yes. So I've never desired for you to drive faster <laughs> than, than you and you were driving home. And I think I was so stressed about it. I think because I was super stressed. Period. Yeah. And then the big reveal is that guy. I loved it. It was fine. Yeah. Everything was great. Yeah. Uh, there was one bad moment that we'll get into, uh, but I had all of them. We we went out to dinner at. Uh, a Mexican restaurant that I can't remember the name of. Yeah. And the baby, the two-year-old, yeah. said her, like, the most complete thought I've ever... She's, really? We're all sitting there. Me, the two oldest kids, and the baby. She goes, hey, hey, look, to all three of us. <laughs> and she's pointing. Hey. And she's trying to share a little experience with right. you. Aww. And she's pointing up at the TV that we didn't know was there because the uh-huh. sound was off and yeah. we were hanging yeah. out together. She goes, hey, hey, look. And once, once we all looked, she said, it's soccer, which is not a word that i knew she knew it was a soccer game uh, on the tv wow and then we all said very good she That's said so smart. i like soccer oh. <laughs> and 
I was so proud of her for this complete thought. Yeah. And also so sad that she's a soccer fan. <laughs> There's time. There's time. There's time. We can talk her out of it. Yeah. So anyway, so we we the whole weekend I did I did uh, I, I called in the the cavalry. I've been getting cavalry and cavalry mixed up. I do it up all the time. Recently. I have to really think. So yeah. like G- Jesus, uh, somebody mis- uh, typed it the other yeah, day, yeah, yeah, and it was like Jesus was on, Jesus died on cavalry, yeah, and I'm like that sounds That's... like he was the warrior that they wanted. Like he rode in with a bunch of horses and <laughs> right. took out as many right. uh, bad people as yeah. he could before he went. Conscious and conscience, I have to always think about. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, examination of conscious. Are you yeah. awake? Yeah. <laughs> Mirrors under the nose. Yeah. Wait, what? What is that? Yeah, to see if you're breathing. Why is it? You put a mirror mirror? under the nose, and if it fogs up, you're breathing. Wait. This is an old person trick, apparently. Why? Why? I'm usually aware when I'm breathing. Why would I need a mirror? No, other people, silly. Other people want to know if you're breathing. Like, is he conscious? You can. Is he conscience? Let's put the mirror under his nose and see. It's easier than finding a pulse. Less invasive. I don't know. Just see if their belly's moving. (laughs) It could be really shallow. You don't know. Listen, their belly? Listen, what are we this, is, about? this is problem solving in the olden day. You always accuse me of being an old person. Like I've got butter scotches in my pocket. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I might. <laughs> Little butterscotch candy. I like sugar free. You are an old person. <laughs> I like how you set that up. You're like, you always accuse me of being an old person. And there was no but. <laughs> but I'm actually super. You were like. I uh, you always accuse me of an old person, and I have butterscotch sugar-free candy. It's like, yes. So I'm right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm embracing forty-three. Oh, I'm only forty-two. Actually, I forget. I have to ask Seth all the time. How old am I? And then does he make you laugh with his answer? Yeah, always. <laughs> I swoon. <laughs> uh, so so okay. You, we're we're both coming like out of this stressful season, but. There have been good things and bad things. We'll talk about that in the final segment. But okay. But you, 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 you were talking about rest. Well, I just, I think that Jesus, so he, he didn't um, maniacally go from one event to the other. I mean, they would be like, and so they walked to Galilee. Okay, well, that took three days. Right. You know, and so he's walking with his friends. They're processing. They are stopping for a long lunch. They're they're gathering at the well. They're sitting around a campfire at night. And so if we're going to model our lives after Jesus, I don't think that the intention is to, you know, go from one high to the next. But we do. We live with such a hectic schedule and at such a chaotic pace. And we go to bed depleted by all the wrong things. And I just don't think it was his intention. By the way, when when you hear those things, you know, um, a, a leisurely walk or a long lunch or a sitting around a campfire talking, that immediately makes us think of vacation, you know? And so it's like, we can't be bothered to do these things unless we're on vacation. It's like a one minute pause. It sounds luxurious. Wait, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I, I think I've shared this before. Like when I'm editing the podcast, mm-hmm. like I'll do all of my edits where I have to be like actively listening. And then I'll mix everything down. That takes a, a few seconds for every segment or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it maybe takes 30 seconds total. Yeah. And like during that time, I'm yeah. like trying to find a it's podcast quiet. to listen right, to. And I, right. hate it. I hate the quiet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I want to be listening. I want to be fixing. Yeah. I want to be doing. Uh-huh. And yeah, so I've, I've been trying to be better at that. And like to the point where like I'll be editing the podcast and like I'll pick up my phone and be like, no. Yeah. Bad Taylor, yeah that's a good discipline. That's and a then good. I'll stare into the void and think about how bad of a person I am. Another point that you're accidentally making. If you, How do you know? If you because I think I'm still thinking in my stress. 
because you were like, uh, Jesus walked from everywhere and it took three days. If you would have walked my wife back from Dallas <laughs> and it took three days, <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. You wouldn't have made it. I would have done, I, I can't say what I think I would do because yeah. I'd get canceled. Yeah. I think I'd punch you in the forehead. <laughs> box taylor i know <laughs> i've got a really mean so job there are parameters i might get in the ring with you i'd put boxing gloves on you and what we would do to, to make it even what i, I want to see i want to how, how long should i give you to try to beat me up before i get my one punch how many how many seconds how many uh, minutes are, do you really think you could get in a ring with me and outbox me? oh you really think oh, that yeah oh my gosh you have no idea this i is... used to fight like crazy uh-huh you think you could take me uh-huh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is so inappropriate. No, oh, my gosh. You have no idea. You have no idea who I am. This is great. <laughs> you don't know who I am. Oh, wow. We're this is great. This. We are. We have to make this happen. And as long as we I are sparring you up too much, we are sparring. I can't put a video up on the internet of me beating up a woman. I know. <laughs> you might have to... You're going to have to show some restraint, probably, just to, for... Like, ma you know, strength matching. See, my th my thought... Do you have that capability? Can oh, you yeah. show restraint? Yeah, like like literally my whole thought was... I was My initial thought was I would give you a minute where I wouldn't throw a punch. Okay. I would just block and dodge. And I'd let you get all your... Jet, and then I right when around a minute, I would just do one swift punch to the forehead. I <laughs> to the forehead. Gosh, that's violent. But again, this is only... Because uh, I'm going to get you in the liver. <laughs> I'm going to take a body shot. I, I have had liver problems for quite some time, so you're a smart woman. But th again, this all of this is only contingent on you walking my wife back from Dallas right. while yes. I'm stuck at home with our two-year-old. Yes. <laughs> it's exaggerating but, your re but, responses. But like the natural thing, I, mean, I feel like I've just been challenged and I feel like we should fight now. Yeah, I do too. That would be so much fun. I know. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> we're, we're both stressed out, and I think this would be good. I think it, I think it would be therapeutic. I, I, I think you punching me would be great for you. <laughs> and I think me just running away from getting punched is what life is like anyway, so it wouldn't be anything strange for me. This would be fun. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. This but for now, uh, we're going to continue talking about stress and parenting and life. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking with uh, my good friend, Teresa Zoe Williams, uh, the reason my wife dyed her hair purple, uh, and, yes. your, and your uh, becoming I friend. support all of that. We are going to be talking to her right whenever we return. So please, my friends, do not go anywhere. And don't worry. Allison and I aren't going to fight in between segments. <laughs> this will happen at a later date. That we will be very let you strategic know, and planned. And I will try to do it in a way that doesn't get me canceled and ruin my career. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Allison, you have to explain something to me. What? You like speak for a living, you're on my podcast, you do your podcast. And yet when we do these commercials, you're like super like you don't want to do them. I don't, I don't want to do them. Why not? You spring them on me. I like to be prepared. Like, I'm a perfectionist, Taylor, you? and you just, you like all this improvisational stuff. I'm not a naturally funny person, okay? Well, that's what Patreon is for. Patreon.com slash Fourth Catholic. It's all the content, like in the normal show, where you're not prepared. And right, where yes. It's where saying. you put all of my bloopers. And you have a lot. I know! <laughs> Patreon.com slash Catholic. You can help support the show. You also get behind-the-scenes content from every episode, bloopers, bonus content, like behind-the-scenes with our guests, our co-hosts, and Allison being angry at me. Yes, Go lots of eye-rolling. 
You can't hear that, but whatever. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Forte When I do it, you can. Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Schroll. I'm still here with Allison Sullivan. It's so weird to hear the music at like real time because I'm so used to listening to podcasts at like 1.5 or two two times speed. So I went back and listened to my show and I was like, wait, that's how people listen to it if they listen at 1.1 speed? If you're listening at one speed right now, do yourself a favor and do it to 1.5 speed. Do it now. And now you're very confused because I'm talking slower. Okay. Anyway, that's my bit for the day. Uh, we're here with a, a returning guest, a guest who at one point, uh, it was it was over a year ago, but for like months, she had one. Of, it was like the most popular episode we had ever done. And now the show has grown. So I want to give her the chance to come back and take her crown. That's right. Yes. Good. <laughs> Teresa Zoe Williams is on the line with us. Teresa, how are you? Thank you for having me again. Yeah, it's just wonderful. Uh, and it was funny because I've been super busy. I finally wasn't busy. Like these last couple of days, I've been able to rest and relax a little bit. And I've been able to, I've been catching up on work like crazy to the point where like for the first time in weeks, I have next week's guest scheduled and I have the Ooh. next week's guest scheduled and I have the wow. next week's guest scheduled. All my co-hosts know when they're coming on. You know what I forgot to do? <laughs> Guests for today. <laughs> <laughs> so I texted you and I was like, Hey, I, I think my direct quote was something along the lines of, hello, I am a big dum-dum. Uh, I did not schedule a guest today. Can you come on? You're like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky because today is the one day this week that I don't have to be anywhere. Well, well that's fantastic. Until later we, in the day. We usually, so it worked out. We usually record on Mondays. Today we're recording on Wednesday because of life. So it worked out perfectly for everybody. God, God works all everything for the good of those who he love him. He ordained it, and obviously. Yeah, he always does. He's Thank goodness. Uh, and then it was funny because you were like, I was texting Allison and Teresa all at the same time. <laughs> and Allison, you were like, what are we talking about? And I was texting you back and forth. And then uh, Teresa was like, what's the theme? And I was like, we, well, we don't really we don't really have a theme, but we're both stressed out. We're talking about parenting. Uh, and you're and you're like, great. I can talk about <laughs> being stressed out and parenting. I so, can join in this conversation. Uh, so uh, this is my life now. <laughs> exactly. So you you recently had a child. Uh, relatively recently, correct? Yes. And we can. Hello, baby. I, yes, I can hear baby not cooing. Quite four months. Yes. She's right here. Yeah. So placated. It's so. funny because uh, I, I thought it was hilarious when you were talking about. Um, you're like, oh yeah, stress, stress and parenting. I can do that perfectly because <laughs> you almost made me cry a few days ago, Miss oh. Teresa, because I, I won't read the whole thing, but you texted me and like, I, I guess you had seen something somewhere that I've had a rough couple of weeks and you said some very nice things, including, um, Penny and I, who is the four month old just offered a decade of the rosary for you. And I was like, <laughs> wait. The four-month-old? And you were like, yes. And I'm like, well, she probably prays the rosary better than I do. So thank you. That meant a lot she to me. She probably prays the rosary better than I do. <laughs> well, thank, thanks, Penny. I know she's she's sitting right there. But it really did mean a lot because, like, it was it – was, somehow you found out that I was stressed out and you mm-hmm. went out of your way completely randomly to be like, hey, you are loved. You are good. Yes. And, and, I, and I care. And I was like, oh, I'm so it's stressed. It's just a, a witness beautiful. to your life. Like, we all want witnesses. 
you know. Hmm. Uh, we're going to need witnesses for whenever I beat you up in the boxing ring. That's a whole other <laughs> thing. That's a whole other thing. Um, so, okay, Teresa, you, so you have a four-month-old. You have, How many other kids do you have? I've got two older kids. One is seven and a half and the other is six. Gotcha. So uh, this is this is the, the moving from man to man to to zone. So uh, whenever yes. I said we're talking about being stressed out and parenting, what were you said? Yeah, I can totally do that. What was the first thing that came to your mind whenever I said that? It was like, well, when you texted me, I was actually driving around getting prescriptions for my children because we have been sick off and on all winter. And um, my daughter and I both have monthly prescriptions that we need. And they didn't have one of my prescriptions ready, even though they said they did. And then the other prescription cost a ton more, even mm. with our insurance than I was told it was going to be. And I was like, okay, we are in this. Um, parenting is stress. And this <laughs> week, there's been just one appointment after another uh, each day. And I have another job besides being a mom. Um, I work part-time as a marketing coordinator for a nonprofit too. Hmm. So just fitting all of these things in and making the, the appropriate time for my family and for my work is very difficult. You know, <laughs> like, Teresa, stress, you're, yeah. you have a little bit of a, a gap between, so you're, I feel like you're doing two hard things. So my kids are really, really close together. And it felt like for the first couple of years, I was a servant, you know, it was so physical. Yes. It was like lack of sleep and getting them into the car was this athletic event that I was oh. terrible at, you know? And then now that they're a little bit older, they're school age, you know, they're really kind of diving into sports. Now I feel yeah. like a manager. It's like, I'm just trying to, yeah. you know, bilocate to get people to, you know, different places at the same time. And the truth yeah. is, is that I was really in retrospect, I think I was a better servant than I am a manager. Like I let a lot of things slip <laughs> that shouldn't be slipping, but I just thought that distinction was interesting. And you're kind of doing both. Yeah, so let me you validate your I'm stress. Exactly the opposite of you. I'm a better manager than I am a servant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah. I'm good at neither. <laughs> <laughs> what is Samantha good at though? <laughs> uh, parenting our kids. And that's that's so we just talked, Teresa, in the last segment about how this was the first weekend of my life that I was home with our three kids for the whole weekend because my wife was gone. And I was it was one of those things that like, okay, I was super stressed out about it, and then it went better than I thought, but still I'm just like I told my wife, I was like, how do you guys do this? Like, I yeah. don't understand how this is a <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, y'all are just better people than me. And I don't think anybody's surprised by that. But it was just made very obvious this weekend. Well, that's good. You can, you know, nurture her. and grown. Yeah. Yeah. You've grown as a person, Taylor. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I made one good choice. And that one good choice was to marry my wife. And uh, that covers, you know how, like, the, the, the scriptures say that love covers a multitude of sins? Yes. My wife yeah. covers a multitude of my issues. So. <laughs> this goes back to the man is the head and the woman is the heart. I think <laughs> like her love covers a multitude of your failings. And I mean, <laughs> it goes both ways, really. But. I like I'm, you, I'm so, Teresa. I'm so glad you came on the show today, Teresa. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're going to have to cut off 10 minutes early. <laughs> I already gave you the encouragement earlier this you week. did you did and and this is what <laughs> friends do uh whenever we you really need someone to be nice I, you do it Teresa. you did it i i can do it too every now and then but whenever you know real friends kick each other while they're down so so sam <laughs> yeah. was taking care of herself 
you know, getting away for a retreat, getting away for a weekend, and you, yeah. you know, supported her in doing that. How are you <laughs> taking care of yourself, Teresa, in the midst of, of parenting? Well, right now, not a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I make time every day where it's just me. And I pray mm-hmm. and I have other hobbies too. So that aren't things that don't need to be done right away. They don't have timelines. Uh, well, currently I'm crocheting a sweater for my son. Yeah. Um, and I, I do things like that. I make sure that I'm not just trying to be productive. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a big creator. So crocheting is actually my biggest hobby at this point in my life because you can take it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And it, and it's done. You can finish it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I can see an end product. Um, there's a goal. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And uh, it's meditative too. Like as you're doing yes, it, you can. I pray a lot while yeah. I crochet actually. Um, especially I make a lot of baby blankets, um, although I've taken a short reprieve from that. Um, but I pray for the child and the family as I make these blankets. And mm-hmm. it just gives that it's a grounding activity yeah, yeah. for me and lets me be back in touch with myself and my talents and, and God and those around me in a way that for me anyway, like washing the dishes or folding clothes or shuttling my kids here and there doesn't. Yeah. I feel like as a society, we can get so fixed on outcome. Like, well, does this, does this make money? Does this create followers? Does this, you know, it's, it's, it's all so outcome based that we forget the creative journey. Like, and do I like the process of what I'm doing and, or even just doing something that you enjoy the process that has very little outcome. I just do it because I, I enjoy it because it creates space for me to think and to be, and, you know, to remember who I am, Yeah, the things that make you more you. Yeah, exactly. Uh And right now in spades, that's crocheting for me. Yeah. Good. But I also, uh, when I was younger and I lived at home with my parents, I'd play piano to do this same sort of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I miss that. I miss having a piano. So. so you said something that I've been sitting with here for a couple of minutes. And it's and I think it's it's one of the things that I think I am the worst at uh, when it comes to like like being in stressful times, which is kind of what we're talking about right now. I go through where I'm like when I finally have like an hour or two hours of free time, it's like, do I finally rest and relax and shut my brain off and, you know, watch Netflix or play a game on my phone or play video games or whatever. Or like, there's so much that I could do. I could get caught up and that would make me less stressed. Right, yeah. And, and, yeah. and like, so how, how do you navigate that? Uh, both of you really, how, how do you guys navigate those situations where you're in stressful times? I could do more work to make my workload less, or <laughs> I could rest because uh, frankly, for I mean, the the two weeks prior, I chose only to do the latter, where I was like, I'm mm. there's so much to do, I need to catch up, and I did feel better when I finally got caught up, which was after the two weeks was over, right? Stressful two weeks, spring break hit. The first four days of spring break, I was uber productive because I didn't have things pressing, but I was able to kind of catch up on things. Uh, but for those two weeks, I was super stressed because I, I I couldn't or and or wouldn't let myself take that time, like y'all are saying. So, like, what would you say to somebody like me or just say it to me because I need your help? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I think we all go through cycles of where the the best thing for us is to just push through and to get these things done and have them off our plates. 
and just be done with it. And that reduces our stress level. And sometimes I think, especially after those periods, is where we really need to be intentional about taking that time to reconnect with ourselves and with God and just sit and be I'm a bit of a procrastinator. Please don't be listening to this, boss. Um, <laughs> but, um, if I'm super stressed out, actually, um, to rest, I will just make a list of what needs to be done uh-huh. and wait till tomorrow to yeah. make a plan of action. Yeah. So that releases my stress. I've acknowledged all the things yes. that are going on that yes. need to be dealt with. And then I can rest yes. for that evening. And then pick it back up tomorrow and make that plan yeah. and go knowing, forward. And, yeah, knowing that tomorrow yeah. is is when you're really getting back at it. That's good. Yeah, yeah I had this. Um, I had this really Im- kind of not embarrassing moment, but um, certainly an awakening one where I was sitting. I'm really afraid of the dentist, and I needed a root canal. I talked about that last week. Really? So awesome. No hey. way. Yeah. Well, I had this embarrassing experience because I was, you know, terrified to go in there. And so I'm like shaking. They're ushering me back like I'm some other kind of patient, not just a dental patient. And they're like using all these nice words. I mean, Tina prays with me. It's And so I'm laying down in the dentist chair and they have a TV on the ceiling. And I'm like, I was not expecting adult entertainment. This is fantastic. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, 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 dear. No, 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 no. It was Rachel Ray. Okay. okay. It was Rachel Ray. Oh, still not helping. It was cable television. <laughs> the Food Network something. I don't know. There you go. But I watched these ladies make caramels. And as the caramels were setting, I, I changed the channel. I mean, it was just this delightful experience. My music was in my ears. And I realized, embarrassingly, like, this is kind of nice. Like, I'm getting a root canal. There are people two inches from my open mouth pushing my tongue around. And I'm like, oh, well, it feels like some time at a spa. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is... That's how stressed you were. <laughs> I'm like, this is a situation, people. And I realized that I needed to carve out space to do something that made me feel more, more me. And at that time in my life, it was writing. And my husband was super supportive. But it was that eye-opening experience of like, this feels desperate all of the sudden, you know? And so, and I did, he like, he bought me a laptop, which was so nice. And I carved out 30 minutes a day at least, um, to do that. And somehow I don't know how it's just the Lord's economy. It created more time in my day. Like taking that time for me created more time. So yeah, did you go home and watch Rachel Ray? Daily? <laughs> like I don't know what the what the change was. No, I I, I carved out time to write because I it, I it became painfully obvious that that this I, I like get, getting a root canal should not feel like me time. Yeah, yeah. I you know what when I was in the hospital having the baby, it felt like me time. Yes, <laughs> I don't yes. think that it should feel that way. Yeah, because no one's <laughs> expecting anything of you. Yeah, you know they're gonna take care of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, not being the caretaker. It's funny. I've seen like there have been a lot of like my friends online who have uh, ladies who have had babies recently, and I've yes, seen a lot of that where it's like this is this was my getaway, and it's like yeah. you're, what are you talking about? You just did the Terrible. hardest thing you've ever done, unless you've had more kids before. Yeah. Like, and you're like, this is great. <laughs> yeah, but it's the right. nursing too. There's sweet moments in the middle of the night of silence. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of silence, my very favorite thing, my heaven on earth, is a silent retreat because even if you Ooh. hear a noise, it's like that's not for me. I can ignore that, <laughs> and it is so freeing yes. and wonderful. Yes, Speaking I have of- not been on a silent retreat in years. I think since before I had kids. Okay, and Teresa, let's great. let's go together and not talk to one another. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
love that. <laughs> that's the only t- like that's the only context where it's like, hey, I don't want to talk to you is the nicest thing <laughs> I've ever said. Because that's a great culmination to, to our conversation today. So, uh, Teresa, thanks again for coming on. I I, yeah, I love you. I love you. I love your kid. Thank you guys for praying for me. It really did mean a lot to me so in the midst sweet. of my stress. Uh, but uh, you you're both writers. You know, Al, we've talked about Allison's book a lot, but we've only talked about uh, Teresa's website once. Principesa. Principesa meets world. Principesa. Uh, so I will put it in the show notes and I will link to it uh, down below if you're watching on the podcast you. or on YouTube. Uh, what do you write about? I currently am writing about, well, on Principesa, I have been writing about just kind of everything else that I've been doing. Um, but I also write about the intersection of pop culture and faith. Um, I've been testing out some of my ideas for my my own manuscripts. I've contributed to a couple books, but not published my very own. Um, those things are on my website. Awesome. And, uh, that's about it for now. Well, that's exciting. Well, uh, thanks for thanks for coming in on a pinch. I appreciate it. Congrats on you the kid. Betcha. Thanks for the love. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Uh, everybody else, we will be right back for our final segment of the day. It was Don't really fun anywhere. to meet you, Teresa. It was fun to meet you, too. Allison, if I say turn it to 11, do you know what movie I'm referencing? No. I think it's Pulp Fiction. I'm oh. not quite sure. I've never seen it. But it's a thing that people say. And that's the reason why I decided that uh, ForteCatholic.com slash beard, the discount is 11%. Not okay. 10. Everybody else's is 10. I have the highest percentage off of everybody because eleven because I'm smart. <laughs> and I was like, smart. You are were, smart. That's all I ever wanted. We could stop recording. I just wanted that recorded somewhere. Fortogether.com/slash/beard. You can get eleven percent off your next order. I just ordered my new order of of Catholic balm for my beard because I needed more, and I just got it like trimmed down, and I wanted it to continue to look pretty and and to smell good, so my wife will still love me. So if you too want your wife to still love you, or if you're a woman and want to smell nice as well, yeah, no, like, this is for like intentional beards, not accidental ones. No, it's for all beards. All are welcome. All are welcome. All are welcome on this face. Okay, I had to finish that. I had the joke, and it kept going. Uh, but if you're a woman like yourself, you can you can get lip balm. You can get like hand lotion. You too can smell like a pretty person. I do have the occasional stray hair. It'll work. It'll work. I, on your arm? I don't know what we're talking about. No, this that's the accidental beard. Oh, the where you're like beard. husband. Tell me these oh. things. Well, I'm not your husband, but I'll be sure to tell you <laughs> if I ever see it. ForteCatholic.com slash beard. TMI. Welcome back to Forte Catholic, where again, I'm listening to this in real time and it's bothering me. Like, all of these songs are real songs by my friend Brandon Morell, Be the Symbol, Catholic Rapper. Every song that I've used on the show for the last... Two and a half years has been from him. Go check out his music. And like when he's rapping, it makes sense. But because I've like, I've heard all these songs and every song associated with podcasts. It's like Conan O'Brien's podcast. I listen to it at two times speed. And one time, I, there's, a, there's only one podcast I listen to at one time speed. Because I'm like, it's a comedy podcast that I'm working on comedic timing. Okay. And if you're double the time, you're yeah. not getting the timing, right? Good point. So... I, I was listening to his, and then I was, and then I heard the song on the radio. I'm like, no, no, 
that's not it's right. Half speed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop. No, I listen to when I listen to myself in one time. Um, I don't know how I have any friends. <laughs> I don't know how y'all tolerate me. So again, I am only tolerable at one point five. So again, I, I I gave you reasons to not listen to the show at one time speed earlier. Uh, Allison just gave you another one. <laughs> so listen to this show at 1.5 speed. Plus, then that means you can go listen to more episodes anyway. So. I'm always shocked when people who aren't like contractually obligated to love me listen to the show. So I My mean, show or your in, show? No, mine. Oh, I was but like, like anything to make me more tolerable is um emphasized and well encouraged. i edit this show so you you'd sound great when you're on my show okay well good <laughs> do you speed me up uh, no 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 i just oh. take out all the dumb stuff oh good yay thank you i mean i've never edited you before you're perfect <laughs> i don't know what's I better know what you're talking about making you look be- what's better making you look better in public or knowing that i take out things that there are things wrong no make me look good <laughs> yeah, in exactly. public That's taylor what I <laughs> But the way that I said it made it, it was like it sounded mean, and I meant it as a loving thing. Yeah, no, it is. But what's new for me? Yeah, wow. <laughs> I know you care about me way deep down. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say something, but I'm not going to. Okay, good. So uh, we were. This whole show is about stress, and during the last segment, I decided the name for this show, mm-hmm. so which it's strange to say because people that have been listening know it. But I, I, we were oh, listening right. to a song, and I think best when I'm listening to music, mm-hmm. and. I decided we're calling this episode uh, Punching Stress in the Forehead. Good. Because again, it comes to everything. We've, yes. we've talked about punching you in the forehead. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. <laughs> and we've talked about stress. <laughs> You're not the reason I'm stressed. But punching things sounds like a great way to relieve stress. Uh-huh. And uh, just so you guys know, during the breaks, Allison and I left parameters on, on our boxing Yeah, match. we'd have to level the playing field a little bit. But boxing is a an a, a appropriate place to display rage. So I encourage your use of the sport to feel your feelings. Uh, that's why I coach Trek, because I just uh, yell at them, and that's how I get my <laughs> rage out. Uh, okay, so I wanted – I saw a video in the midst of my stress that almost made me cry. What what was that? Oh, man. I, you know, it it's kombucha or whatever, which tastes like carbonated feet, but I like it. Why – why are you surprised how it tastes? Uh, it just surpri- the first sip surprises me. It always shocks me. Like, whoa, there it is. You've drank it multiple times in front of me. I know. I didn't say the first time ever. I just mean the first sip of a kombucha is always a little like, whoa, I'm alive. Is that uh, kombucha means surprise? <laughs> in some language. <laughs> like, I, I was like, I was going to say, I don't have <laughs> any, any idea where what the word kombucha comes from. Yeah. Anyway. If you know. I'm sorry. Uh, you were. I feel like you were saying something deep. Let's not derail your one deep thought. Well, that's what my co-hosts are for. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, uh, what I want everybody to do is uh, find Allison Sullivan, a- Allison M. Sully, on on Instagram or on Twitter. Follow her and also uh, send her a a public tweet or uh, put it in your story and tag her where the word kombucha comes from this week. <laughs> just okay. just bother yeah, her. That would good. make me it's really good. happy. I'm like all kinds of stereotypes right now. I'm like Malulu lemon pants with my kombucha. I'm kind of annoying well, myself. No one, <laughs> no one called you out about your pants except you. So. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Shall we? Let's. Do you think if I started not. a company for men called Lulu Lime, I would get sued by Lululemon? I don't know, but that's brilliant. Did you just come up with that just now? I came up with it while I was listening to music earlier. <laughs> really? No. No. I came up to it right now. Uh, it's really good. I think it's great. I, I mean, I think... I'm I, stopping I wanna, the show and I'm starting a new business. Yeah, I want to start drawing, sketching right now. 
well. logos. <laughs> I don't know anything about Lululemon. Um, it's three o'clock. Thanks, Jesus, for dying for me. That's my prayer thing. Hmm, you just got an alarm on your phone. I did. Uh, so look at you. I know I'm super holy. Yeah, I prayed for uh, a fourth of a second on on live radio. So <laughs> uh, we were going to talk about something else, and then we talked about kombucha. But yeah. uh, stress and punching you in the forehead. Okay, that's right. Um, I watched a video in the midst of my stress that uh, uh-huh. almost made me cry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, for a couple of reasons, mm-hmm. uh, it made because I saw good qualities in myself and bad qualities in myself. In one action. Okay. Okay. So there's this young man. It's a video that, that kind of went viral on the old social medias uh, this weekend. And he walks into like a, like a corner store, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you and I just watched it. And there's a song playing and that's a whole other story. Yeah. Um, but he walks in to the corner store and he finds like a little snack. It looks like a little, uh, you know, like cinnamon roll or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. He walks in. There's money sitting on top of it, like a, a couple of 20s. So he, he walks up to the cash register and the guy, the, the guy at the cash register knows that the money's there. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, seeing what he's going to do. He's filming the whole thing just mm-hmm. like to see what somebody would do if they found money in his corner store. Right. Yeah. So the, the young man walks in, he sees the money. He's like, Hey man, like there's money here. It was sitting over here and he like gives it to him. And he's like, Oh, is that and the, the, the cash register? Like, oh, is that all you want? The cash register. The cash register is talking. Yes. Now. The man at the cash register. He's like, uh, is that all you want? He's like, uh, I'll take a coffee too. He's like, it's on me. You know, thanks for being honest. Appreciate it. So he takes the coffee. He puts the he puts the $20 bills in the coffee cup, gives him the coffee cup, said, hey, it's all on me. Thanks a lot. And he walks and the, and the, the young man walks out, takes a coffee cup, takes his little cinnamon rolls or whatever and walks out and the, the it has cameras to where he can see outside. And he notices when the young man walks outside that he opens up the coffee cup. And there's like multiple $20 bills in it. And, and the, he kind of stops for a second. The young man stops. And the guy's like, oh, I think he's going to leave. And then the young man walks back into the, like quickly walks back into the show. Or something just happened on the recording. He, he quickly walks back in to the corner store. He's yeah. like, hey, you gave me the wrong coffee. There's money in it. Yeah. And he's like, no, man, it's for you. Just for being honest. Yeah. And the young man like starts to break down. And right at the end of the video... And the thing that he says right at the end of the video that got me, he's like, thanks, man, I really needed this while he's in tears. Mm. So, like, I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, when I'm stressed, there are certain things about me, like certain good things that I will never compromise even when I'm stressed. Yeah. There are other things that I will. Like, I am more sinful, less a good person. Yeah. Whenever I'm stressed out for a long period of time, like yeah. I have been the last couple of weeks. So I watched the video and I'm like, my first thought is like, God, thanks for having a baseline for me. Like mm-hmm. there are certain things that like I will not compromise on no matter what. And, and then also I was like, but like if money is a stressor yeah, and you find money and you immediately do the right thing and yeah. then you find it again while you're outside the store. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Would I go back? Would I, would I, uh, move on and it's like i think i would come back but like the fact that the young man literally the video ends with i really needed this yeah he was in a time where he was desperate right. for money yeah and he had two opportunities to get yeah. free money and he did the right thing anyway because couldn't you oh. convince yourself like this is a gift of, from the lord <laughs> <laughs> thank well, you jesus it, it's funny i think in this scenario because i'm a because because like i think i'm a better southerner than i am a catholic so the whole like honesty thing i think i would have to come bring it mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. but oh, have i done that before this is a sign from god yeah it's like, have I, you know 
I've, I have definitely done that. Especially you know, when so I think that I would do the right thing too. I have, um, you know how you're just, it's a really good life lesson. It's a really humbling life lesson to realize you're not going to be the smartest person. You're not going to be the prettiest person. You're uh, not going to be the funniest person. I have, I've, I have not had the realization on the first and the third. I've definitely been aware of this. <laughs> but it's just a good life lesson to realize somebody's going to always be better at something than you. And so it's just nice to be well-rounded and celebrate people and just, you know, uh, I don't know, and just celebrate how we come together in collaboration because it's beautiful. Okay. Likewise, um, I showed up at this retreat, the Genius Conference, really needy, my own self. But because I was there to serve, I was praying over people. And I'm going to try not to bawl, but um, people are carrying such tremendous weight of things that they were never meant to carry. And so I realized that I had a couple of complaints. I had a handful of things that that felt really heavy to me. And then you go and you pray with these people and it puts it all in perspective that, you know, the brokenness that people are living with, um, the lies that they're believing, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think that I would look at that money, even if I needed it, and I would be very aware that there's somebody who probably needs it more. And oh, I yeah. would feel that yeah. conviction to go to go put it back. Like, is this something that I would love to put in my pocket? Yes. Does somebody need it more than me? I know that that's a yes. I got to go. And my answer would be different because I'd be like, oh, there's not many people that need it more than me in this area. <laughs> now, if there was a young kid from another country where mm-hmm. kombucha came from, <laughs> he might need it more than me. But... <laughs> <laughs> But it does get harder when it's like business things, right? Where it's yeah. like there's somebody where it's a business. It's like, ah, oh, they have enough money, right? Like we used to do this all the time with. Oh, sure. With Mr. Like, H-E-B is doing just fine. Yeah. You yeah. know, or like Napster. That was the biggest thing. Yeah. You remember oh, Napster? This just came out, came up yesterday. Re- that's so Isn't weird. Isn't that bizarre? Nobody's talked about Napster in I know. Years. And literally <laughs> Seth and I were talking about this yesterday. Funny. Was it funny? I wonder what the statute of limitations is. I downloaded a lot of music on Napster uh-huh. and I was like, the music industry is fine. It's fine. They're and, doing and fine. I, like, I ended up getting a music degree and working in the music business. It's like, I, yeah. I, I, I gave back, you yeah, know, right, eventually. Right, right. but it's like, it, it was such an easy thing to do. And at the time it was like, I wasn't stressed as a young kid, but I didn't have the money. Right. right. You know, my mom equivalent is, okay, when you put a car seat in the buggy, in the shopping cart, you put the car seat in there, stuff gets... <laughs> Earlier you said, I'm not old, and you just said the word buggy. <laughs> I never said I'm not old. funny. No, I said I have butterscotch candy in my pocket. I did not say I'm not old. Okay, but, um, so food, like, whether your groceries can get stuck kind of under the car seat, and you don't really know, because you're emptying out your your buggy um, to put it on the conveyor belt. And then (laughs) you get to the car and you put the baby back in the car and you realize there's some unpaid for things in your basket. And can I just tell you that Mr. H-E-B is doing just fine. And I only have the blood sugar to like walk to the parking lot once I can't go back and make it right. I'm sorry, Mr. H-E-B. I've done it. There have been a multiple times (sighs) where in that situation where I'm super like, if I like, because su- surprise, I have taken my kids to the supermarket alone. Mm-hmm. That is you said for supermarket. Week. Yes, that's what it's called. It says. Where liter- are you from? Literally says supermarket on the top. I feel like that's north Walmart of the Mason Dixon line. Just south of the Mason Dixon line. Yeah. Anyways, but now that I've like you know gotten some rest, I've gotten some sleep in the last couple of years. I would take it back. I would do the right thing. But at that See, point in my life, I'm like, listen. 
I just go, look, I'll be back at Kroger I'll be back. in two weeks. I'll pay then. That's Something, what I do. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> what I tell myself. No. See, I am a better uh, person. I, well, And you know what? It was about this time last week that we realized that uh, for the first time all show, John Blevins is a better person than me in general. But there was a moment in the middle of the third segment where I was like, yeah, yeah. maybe in this case yeah. I'm a better person than you. I think it does volley. We just kind of... <laughs> Listen, don't call me old because my vocabulary is better than yours. I do, I mean I feel like that's ageism. It wasn't it wasn't that you used the word. It's that you knew it would bother me. The way you said it, you were like because of this volley. <laughs> that's exactly how you said it. You I knew said, it would bother me. Volley like a valley girl. <laughs> I don't like you. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh spe- speaking of Stress. I've been trying to get a hold of my spiritual life in the midst of all this stress, and it's not going great. Yeah. But I went to my spiritual direction. I go to spiritual direction once a month, and the pre I just went yesterday. Mm-hmm. The previous time that I went, he walks in, we, we do our opening prayer, just kind of say, hey, how are you, whatever. And then we, like, we do our opening prayer, and then we start spiritual direction. And he was like, so what's been going on? Mm-hmm. And I was like, everything's terrible! <laughs> I don't like this, and this is going on, yeah. and this, everything's bad. Yeah. And we talked about that for 30 minutes. He's like, I feel like, you know, we're talking about me beating you up in a boxing ring. I felt like I beat him up with my stress. Yeah. Because like 30 minutes in, he was like, has there been anything good? <laughs> and then I started talking about all the good things. Oh. And I was super jovial, and I, I didn't notice the shift. He told me at the end. We're, oh, you know, we're cool. meet for an hour. Yeah, 50 yeah. minutes in, he said, do you remember about 20 minutes ago? Yeah. Like he's like, I met with two different people today. Wow, and that's not a good thing, yeah. right? Where it was like, you you led with and started with all the stress, yeah. and like to be fair, he, he is one of the person that I'm allowed to unload on. Sure, right? sure, like, sure. No. That's the point. But, yeah. but he was like, you are so focused on that that you literally had to ask someone. You had to have somebody ask you yeah. what's going on in this world. Yeah, and there were some great things that happened sure. in the midst of the yes. stress, and I was super excited about those. He said, it's time to integrate the two. Because your life is both. Yeah. But you, Taylor, are focusing primarily on the negative right now. Might I suggest a gratitude journal? I'm not journaling. <laughs> I feel like Teresa gave you a really good idea, you know, about the way that she is carving out space. You know, she's doing something that can be meditative. So for you, I saw you just sink into that song. You know, if there's a way for you to kind of create some quiet and listen to music and it's recharging. Yeah, and I've, I've been doing more of it here recently where, like, my, my stress relief has always been video games. And I haven't really played video games in a month and a half, mm-hmm. which is wild because I usually people are mad at me because I played too much. Yeah. And now I've played none or re- very little. And so that and music, like, I've been usually I listen to podcasts because I always want to be gaining knowledge or, or right. having fun. Like, right. those are my two different types of podcasts. But music it feels like I'm not accomplishing anything. Sure. Unless I'm listening to a new album. Yeah. Like when I listen, and that's rest. And yeah. we need it, you know? So like I, Jesus slipped away into the mountains and he didn't ask permission to go do it. He didn't leave anyone on call. He just obeyed this deeper rhythm where he knew I need time alone with my father. Oh my gosh, I just realized Jesus was the first person that said, all right, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> 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 They're all doing miracles. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Goes to pray by himself. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I, and then I met with him yesterday, and it was funny because I think I learned my lesson. He he said, "What's been going on?" And it was a 
even more stressful month than the one before, which is mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "What's going on?" And I said, "Well, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like it's all there." Perfect. Right? Yes. And I'm I'm in all. I was in much better spirits throughout our entire yeah. meeting, even yeah. though. And it was fun. Like he noticed a change. I noticed a change. Um, yeah. So I, I think. And that, that's that call to take our thoughts captive. You know, I mean, we are what we perseverate on. You could absolutely. Okay. Okay. You finally said a word I don't understand. <laughs> what the heck is perseverate? When you persevere in a thought, when you persevere. There's no way that's a real word. Perseverate. I couldn't even say real word. <laughs> There's no way that's real. Perseverate. Look at I Do it now. Come on. It is. It's a word. Keep talking. You're, well, you don't know how to vamp. I'm gonna. You want me to spell it for you? Because sure. You. Oh my gosh! It's a word. Yes. A verb for psychology: repeat or prolong an action, thought, or utterance I after love the stimulus being right. that prompted it. Is it is so fun. Well, I've uh, for I the love first time making Taylor feel stupid. <laughs> well, it's my favorite thing that I do. Show is over. Uh, we're we're done. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Alice Selvin. Go perseverate. I'm being. Dumb. Uh, I'm done. Love you. <laughs> Love you, Taylor. All right, it's our last one, Allison. You don't have to be stressed out <sighs> anymore. No, I'm sweating. Literal sweat in my literal armpit. Well, I've, I've got nothing to help you out there, but uh, uh, you, are your feet sweating? No. What? Ah, no. Well, if, if, <laughs> I actually, I just checked. Yes. They are? Yes. Are you lying now? Because you said that they were No, no, come here. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I don't want to. I never want to touch your feet or socks, but I, I can buy you some new ones. I'll touch those before I give them to you. ForteCatholic.com slash socks. I can get you some sock religious socks. Featuring Jesus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe when you said you weren't good at these commercials, you were Ugh, right. I should have listened to you. Some uh, totally holy footwear. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to go punch myself into that wall over there. That didn't make any sense. Uh, but oh, my gosh. Great Saints, the Jesus, who's my favorite Jewish Catholic. Uh, you can get all these socks to make yourself look good and feel holy. You can be reminded to pray whenever you look at your sweaty toes <laughs> with the stray hairs on them. ForteCatholic.com slash socks. <laughs>